When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Men's Room Podcast from TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. If, like me, you love a little deal, then you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If you keep spending, you'll keep on saving. That's the Toolstation Club, so make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. A Bosch. Hi guys, before we start the podcast today, I'd like to give a content warning to those listeners who are sensitive to topics around mental health. If you are sensitive to those topics, please go and check out one of our other episodes and we will see you in the men's room next time. to another episode of the Men's Room Podcast with Adi Oladipo and Rory Jennings. We are here, as you know, to discuss all things men. You know, nothing is out of bounds. Uh, we will have a fantastic discussion. We've got a great guest to have a discussion with as well, Toby Peacock, uh, trader, podcaster, a bit of everything now. Yeah, I'll everything. try it all. Yeah, yeah, try yeah. It all, mate. mixing it up, right? It's a way to do it. I like it's it. Entrepreneurial. It's very <laughs> important. Agree. You've got to have your hands, right? They say fingers. 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 <laughs> fingers in pies, not hands in pies. We well, can have hands in pies. Uh, no, I don't. You can I don't have think two hands. It's not you ever. I mean, you know, you, you, in theory, you could. It'd be nice to have two. It sounds. It doesn't sound quite right. Yeah. Okay. A man. A man with. I would just eat many the pies, strings to his bow. I would just <laughs> eat them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many strings to his bow. Indeed. Uh, this is actually a very good guest because obviously, look, we are working with our partners at Tool Station, and what a good guest to have. Talk about it. Someone that works in the trade industry. Uh, before we get to your podcast and talking mental health within the trade industry, how did you get into your job right now? Yeah, so I started uh, in the construction industry 2013. Um, wasn't really sure what to do. Obviously, it's hard when you're at school. It's not something they always push. How old are you? Um, so I'm 27. Oh, wow, um, 2013. Okay, t- 17, yeah. coming yeah. out of school. Okay. So fresh out, pretty much. Yeah. Had a year sort of mincing about, as you do. Didn't go to college? Uh, no. No, okay. I tried to work. Uh, uh, that was me. I wasn't a- academic. I-, I wanted something hands-on. I've always been hands-on. Uh, the background was sort of come from sort of farm family, so always been hands-on doing something. And uh, my cousin was an electrician. A few days with him. Loved it. I thought it was brilliant. You know, work with your hands. You're thinking. Day goes so quick. There's no sitting in an, an office chair, sort of waiting, clock watching. Awful, Loved man. it. You know, <sighs> four years later, com- completed my apprenticeship. It was hard, but it was good. How long um, it takes? Four years? Yeah. But you earn your money. You know, you, you go to university. Um, and I, I agree, it's brilliant if you know what you want to do. But if you're like me, university was just a bit of an endless pit. No, I completely know? agree with that. Yeah. I think this, you know, this emphasis on getting people into university, I think it's a wonderful thing yeah. for the right person. 
but don't go to university for no reason like there's nothing wrong with finishing school and getting in, getting into a trade industry you'll be far better off in the long run yeah, than sort of giving about doing a media studies degree when yeah, you know you're not an academic and you, you don't know you're want not to do it yeah, yeah and, like, and also you know you know you're going there to time waste some people you know that you're not an academic you know that you're not there for the right reasons and if you're not Go and, go and get an apprenticeship straight away. And that's, that is exactly the point. And you just said like media studies. So many people would do that. Um, but with mine, I had so many people saying, what about if you don't want to be an electrician forever? What about if you don't want to do media studies? Yeah, also, and I've just earned the money. Yeah, you know, of course. Like, of course. I think, I, think it's, I think it's right for a lot of people. I think, I think university, like I went to university. I think it's a great What did you path. study? Politics. Okay. I wanted to do English. I didn't get. I didn't, I didn't get a grade. So I was meant. Yeah, I was, I was meant to do English. So at yeah, uh, what's that one? Yeah, politics. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was my. It was my, what, it was yeah. my B. Yeah, we'll do that, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it was great. But it wasn't re- realistically. It probably wasn't right for me. It was a great three years. It was a nice way to to ease into the world of work. But it was effectively me prolonging my childhood. What's strange about what you've done, Tobe, is like me coming through. Obviously, we're a bit older than you. That almost seemed the normal course for people when I was young, where people would go away, do an apprenticeship, and then work, as opposed to college, university. Nowadays, I don't really hear it. I hear people, it's just, you have to follow the routine of college, university, get a job, or get a master's degree. So you've kind of done it the old school, old fashioned way. Yeah, definitely. And I was saying this to a colleague of mine the other day, um, in a year term of 180 odd students when I was there at secondary school when you went to your sort of uh, careers day and there's like oh university or do you want to do diplomas do you want to do apprenticeships I went to the corner that was someone talking about apprenticeships and there's five people there including me and that's the whole industries you know hair and beauty me obviously construction food but you know what I tell you what a lot of the people that were in the queue for the university side they're now 27 years old and they're doing the knowledge yeah and I think when you're young you're still developing right and you said it was an extended um, period of like your youth you know your yeah, youth. Yeah, absolutely. so I do feel like so many friends that I know they lived a lot more than I did probably at uni but they feel that sort of nagging pressure that I really need to do something with my life now mm. as opposed to I'm not saying like I've got it all sorted no means at all but I just feel like if I ever want to change career I've got a bit of money behind me I've got a bit of knowledge a bit of world experience and it's just like they're coming back and they've got student debt and thinking well whatever I need to do I need to get a job doesn't matter what I do they can't go well you can go and study some more but they won't because they just feel like I've already done my studying years, you know? Is your yeah. day-to-day now, are you a spark? Is yeah. that where your money comes from? That's what you do. Yeah. That's, your, that's yeah. your priority, effectively. Yeah. Yeah, I was literally what doing this were, um, <laughs> I remember me going into my A-levels. It was almost like I'd done A-levels because my mum wanted me to do certain subjects. That's <laughs> why so I went to university. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> like, you know, every Nigerian's got to be an accountant, a doctor, or a lawyer. Anything, nothing else counts. That's the reason I did it. What were your parents like when you said, we don't really want to do the college route slash uni route we want to go down apprenticeship route as your dad's in here as well. So tell yeah, the truth. Yeah. What, what, was, what was the reaction? Fine. Um, he's a site agent for a construction firm. N- never pushed me into it. Um, my brother never did like anything trade either. He's a firefighter now, but for a lot of years, he just sort of minced about a few jobs um, like everyone else does. So he found his own way, but my way was sort of, I saw what my, my dad does. I've had that experience of like someone that's been in the industry a while and, that's it. It just fell into place for me. I, I, it's so strange because if I look back now, it wasn't like there was a defining moment where I was like, I'm always going to be an electrician. It just sort of felt right that I was working with my hands, really enjoyed the work and 
here I am now. Do you know? It's so strange to explain, yeah. but so it was all it was all going well. You went, you you finished school, started your apprenticeship, started earning some money. Yeah, things were going well. Yeah, and presumably there we haven't had a conversation about this, but I'm assuming there was a slight bump in the road. Yeah, so it was during the apprenticeship years. So that's probably when a few personal problems started. So uh, it must have been halfway through. Construction's a really hard industry. You know, we're here talking about men's and men's things. There's a lot of um, attitudes and there's a lot of behaviours and, I don't know, views on certain things you might be. If you're in the construction industry, you've got to be a tough bloke you've got to be no nonsense and anything goes and you can you know have a million and one jokes hurled at you a day and you're not expected to react how, how true is that stereotype on on a site Addy I don't know about you I've, I've never actually been on a building site I've never been on a building site but I'm sure me and you know friends that have oh yeah and that they fit that what you just said they fit that they fit yeah. that stereotypical look and is, is it true though is it still applicable today I wouldn't say so no I've met, met plenty was of was it true when you entered it it was yeah ago? Did you have any um, bad experiences yourself coming in where, you know, you try and get on, you try and be one of the lads, but they've crossed the line as well? Yeah, I mean, verbal bullying definitely was something that was like top up there for, for myself. During Did you expect the, it? No, no. I thought it would be a bit of like busting your balls type attitude, but it wasn't. It, it was just actual one-on-one, you know, actual people working alone with them and saying about my personal looks or the way my attitude is, which would be fine, but it would be like, you don't know how to do this, you're a third year apprentice. If you were my son, I'd be so embarrassed. And I thought, that's a bit tongue in cheek, you know, but when you've got it, someone shouting at you and you're working one-on-one and it's like you're doing a night shift in a hospital, it's not even a joke, it's just he's being serious. And when you've got things where he's saying, um, you know, you're such a fat f- that I, I don't think you'd survive your apprenticeship because, um, it's too, uh, you know, manual for you. And you sort of think, again, I'm, I'm a big bloke, I've got tattoos and all that, but it was hard to take because um, I, I don't like confrontation. Who does? You know, if you, you know, fine, if you're like a sports person, of course it's part of that. But your job, well, you're in construction, I don't have to have confrontation as part of my job. And having someone who would make um, personal comments and really nail that into you every day and then groups every day, it sort of changed and shifted my opinions that if I ever had like problems with my mental health, I can't go to these guys because they can't even just like work out that that would cause a problem. It doesn't even seem like, again, look, I don't know the culture. Uh, Again, we've got mates that are in those industries, but it almost seems like the kind of industry, if you are having a bad day, whether it be depression or mental health, the last people I want to talk to (laughs) are people on a construction site. Because again, it's a stereotypical dude, isn't it? And I don't know if they'll be able to take it or accept no. it. You know, sure. I've seen fights on building sites, arguments, tools flung out the windows, things like that. You know, emotions can get quite high. And I think that's because there's such a high percentage of self-employment. You know, with us, if you're not happy with someone and you're employed, can you imagine how it'd feel after a month that you sort of quit and your boss says, I'm not paying your final wage packet? That just doesn't happen. Whereas if you're self-employed, it happens all the time where people just refuse to pay you. So, you know... Um, emotions are quite high but also like I said about attitudes I only a year two years ago I lost my grandma and when I was working the day I lost her was tough but 
the builder I was working for expected me to go to work the next day, knew the situation, didn't understand why I'd need more than one day. When you deal with people like that, how are you ever going to tell them how you really feel inside as a human, you know? Mm. So is that, was that incident or incidents such as that the inspiration for you starting up your own podcast to focus on things like this? Yeah, because attitudes need to change and people need to change. You know, there's a lot of old breed, what I'd say, out there and you know people that have these views still and they think that that's the way that the country runs you know it inspired me to change and help apprentices at the time i was like if i ever had a kid or if i ever had an apprentice they're never ever getting treated like this ever and even now i have like uh, trainees that work with me and things like that that i subcontract for and i, I just i'd never let them sub- be subjected to that because you know it's, it's just strange though because you do you do hear some especially within the sport industry where some apprentices are for want of a better phrase taking the piss out of because they're apprentices yeah. and the person that is taking a piss out of them got the piss taken out of them mm-hmm. it's almost that troll down isn't it yeah where it, they do things like it's, it's also on, on, shoot, I think, I think the argument stupid. is it's character building it sets you up like you know you know in you know in terms of if, if you if you think about it in a football context i was listening to a podcast the other day where some, a, a former chelsea player michael dubry was talking about being a youth product at chelsea and he was talking about dennis wise and the role that he would play as a senior player and what he was like to the kids and he was harsh and he was really harsh on jody morris he was really harsh on muzzy is it is it remember muzzy is it end up at leicester yep Play football with his part, brother. Part, really? Kemi. Brilliant player. Good he player. didn't quite go for him at Chelsea. Colchester. Brilliant player. But part of why he was so harsh on those two was to make them the best that they could be, to inspire them, to set them up for playing in midfield, where, there is, where it's a very unforgiving role. It's but a it very unforgiving break, position. But that also breaks people. Well, yeah. It also breaks... I, I know The you argument probably, is that... It the argument the is weak. that it takes you to the brink and makes you stronger. Is that yeah, but it can take you to the brink and suffocate you and take you over. Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The Men's Room Podcast on TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. This is your little reminder that you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store, or via the app. You might be thinking, why would I sign up? But I'm glad you asked. At Toolstation, if you keep spending, you keep on saving. Signing up means that not only will you get a lovely 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, but there are thousands of prizes to be won. So that's the Toolstation Club. So make sure you join today online, in-store, or via the app. What are sites like now? Because, again, growing up, 
especially East London, sites were just 90% just white Englishmen. Yeah. That's all it was. And then obviously we had the influx of Eastern Europeans yeah. come over. What are sites like now where it is very mixed yeah. with Eastern Europeans and, again, th- those typical English guys? Yeah, I think, you know, the culture, again, because of that, it's probably um, broken up a bit of that bullying because, yeah. again, everyone used to feel like if I was a spark going on a site, you would knew the plumbers, you knew the chippy, you knew the bricklayer, and it's sort of breaking it up a little bit into smaller clans now, which is kind of good because everyone does just get on with their work. So I, I do feel like it's actually beneficial um, in that aspect in relative culture because it's helped neutralise it. So obviously, look, you suffered a bit of mental health, which obviously leads on to depression. How did you overcome it all? If I'm honest, I don't think I have. Still there, still English. Still there. Um, How'd you get on it then, day by day? How do you <sighs> just... That's a good question. And I'd love to meet the person that actually knows the full answer to that because I don't think it... Once that part of your mind almost is open, I don't think you ever can go back. Uh, and I genuinely believe that because even if you're having a good day, you still know what the bad days were like. I mean, my, uh, my climax for that became in 2019. I just had a, a, you know, quit this job, just had a bad breakup, head was everywhere, really wasn't in a good relationship at all. It was quite manipulative, it was quite stressful. And again, as a bloke, it's hard. Like, how do you deal with these emotions? How do you deal with when you have a breakup? How do you deal with when you have someone like quite pushy? You just, you don't know, again, you know, me, big bloke, and I'm thinking, why am I so upset? Why am I confused? And I'm getting these thoughts that, you know, I don't want to live anymore. I'm getting these thoughts that, that are, you know, easily. You know, I, there's some times where I just couldn't sleep because my heart's racing, I'm sweating. Um, my heart feels like it's going to, you know, bounce on my chest. Um, I can't think, apart from tunnel vision, that it's like I don't want to live, I don't enjoy this life. But it would quickly fade and it's the racing thoughts and anxiety. You know, I was getting anxiety for things that would never, ever bother me you know, going out the house or going to work or getting a phone call. Because again, with the whole relationship, I used to get phone calls having a go at me and things like that. And I just sort of, I can't answer the phone anymore. Um, and it really sparked within me. Um, I think the main thing I struggle with is OCD. And when people say OCD, they think of, I need to lock the door 20 times. It's not, it's actually, there's a, a lot of mental side to OCD. And one of the big ones out there is, um, like intrusive thoughts and repetitive thoughts so I can have something that manifests in my mind and easily I can think that thought about a thousand times a day and if you do that you're so tired and the thoughts that it is is just always trying to paint you as the monster and this sounds so bizarre I appreciate this but it sounds so bizarre but the types of um, themes that crop up are um, you can wonder about uh, your sexual orientation. You can wonder about if you're going to harm someone. You can wonder about if you're a terrorist. All of those thoughts where a normal person would just get them and dismiss them, they manifest here. It sounds so bizarre, but your mind just repeats it a thousand times that day and you just drive yourself insane. And it's so bizarre and it's such an unknown thing that it, it people lose their battle with it before even understanding what it is. Um, I feel like I've gone on a tangent there. Apologies. No, no, it's no, no, no. absolutely bizarre. Um, you know, I can't explain it. But when you look up about it, it is the strangest thing. You know, it's almost um, sort of associationism. You, you go to a restaurant and you might be there with your partner having a really nice meal. Oh, I've got steak. Got a steak knife. Why don't you stab her? And it's like... Really? What? 
then it worries you and you think am i going bad or turning into a monster and then you start disassociating with things not going out for dinner anymore not doing that so you think you're going to avoid that but then the subject changes you know you see your mate again and you're like you might joke on a night out and you give him a hug and you're like am i turning gay not that it matters but then you start thinking like what if i was like i'm a liar i've done this and it just never escapes you because the subject changes and that's why it's ridiculous because i'm saying it to you guys and it sounds like the most ridiculous thing these things of it's not like one of the misconceptions is like schizophrenia which is not because it's not a voice telling me to do that. It's just a thought where we have all these thoughts coming through all the time. It's almost like you, you have know. a thought and you manifest it to its maximum. Yep. It's always got to be the worst. Yeah. What is the worst possible person I can be? A lot of mothers have it because they have a baby. Then they think, what about if I smothered my baby? And as a mother, I mean, imagine that your panic stations, they're getting worried. They're thinking, am I going to have to give my baby up? Because it's the worst possible person they can imagine at that time. And it happens a lot in men, a lot. And people don't understand it. And when I... So, I, you, you, know, so you still have those thoughts? Yeah. So you still daily, weekly? Daily. Daily. It's manageable. When I understood it more, I, I saw and spoke to someone about it. And it was like this huge realisation that like... I'm not mental. And I know it sounds so bizarre. Who, when, when you say spoke to someone, do you mean a professional here? Yeah. yeah. And it was actually while doing like my podcast and I spoke about the different things that OCD have. And I just had this sudden like wave of like, I'm not, Mate, I'm not bad. There's nothing better than talking about it. Like there's that feeling that I've, I've gone from my own bouts of depression and it was funny because when you said like um, sort of shutting the world off I remember I'd like not answer my phone to my ex when we were going through stuff I'd close the curtains turn off the light so it doesn't look like I'm in what sort of life is that do you know what I mean yeah it was crazy and it's funny now because obviously now I'm very much quite you know out there have fun but there was a period I don't know eight nine years ago where it was the complete opposite money was bad so I'd I think I'd heard bailiffs come into the door so I'd literally, it's funny now laughing about it, but I literally just peek through the curtain a little bit and think, because there was my old flat in Stratford, there was a paving stone as you're walking up. So you could hear the noise of the paving stone and you'd know if someone's coming because of that. So as soon as I heard that, immediately the phone goes on silent airplane mode and I'm just not there because I'm scared of the bailiffs. I don't want to speak to the ex. I don't want my mum to knock on the door. So I was literally shutting my world off from everyone until one of my good friends just came round and refused to disappear. And then I thought, I'm gonna to talk to you about everything. And that feeling, that's why when you say all this stuff you're saying, it's not mad, it's not crazy, it's just, it's good to talk. Yeah. Nothing better than to talk. And again, it's just hard because you feel like you'd open yourself, oh, I, I couldn't care less now because I know that it's an actual thing. But at the time, when you're thinking these thoughts, you think if I tell someone, they will straight away just think I'm crazy because- No, no, they still the, might think know, that. If we're gonna be honest, they still might think, oh, well, what's yeah, going on here? They'll, yeah. they'll have that, but it's just you. Yeah. But, and is this why, or is this part at least of the motivation for setting up the podcast? Definitely. And what's and the I, podcast I, you know, called? Tea Room Talks. Tea Room Talks. And that can be found on all of the normal Yeah, places. everywhere. It, you it's might streaming, need to change you know. it to Jack Daniels. So I think Luke might need a drink when they're <laughs> having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's heavy, but it's, like you say, it is important. Tea Room know. Talks, and you release, once a week yeah on what day uh so it's tuesdays tuesdays tea room talks yeah what what gave you the bravery who gave you the bravery to do this like because again most people that suffer from mental health and depression it, it literally is a closed door thing no one's going to know about it they walk the street normally 
and then they go home and we've heard some horror stories here about self-harming and everything because yeah. they're scared to talk to people what made you say okay now i want a conversation i don't know i just wanted a conversation i just wanted to change and i wanted to talk to the fellow person that might be struggling like i was and like if i can help one person that doesn't feel like they're alone then that's made the difference yeah. How, how's and, it been know, received on site or from the community in the it's been well game? like the guests i've have on like they they're so humbled and they're so glad to be a part of something that i'm not trying to promote a brand i'm not trying to you know get uh any i don't know juicy gossip i'm just trying to prove that someone from all industries you know i've had construction workers i've had um a member of Team GB on, I've had um, people in the education industry, they all come from different sectors. And you know what, sometimes we go home and we just feel pretty shit. And that's absolutely fine. And we can talk to then the average person, we don't need to talk to a colleague who you think they are the only ones who will understand me. You don't need to talk to them, you know, you can talk to anyone who perhaps has these problems and is creating that community to make you feel that the people who feel like they're alone is almost greater than the, the people who don't understand it. So you come forward about mental health and things like that. You'll get well received because so many people suffer with it. I mean, when I started it, I definitely started, um, you know, pushing the numbers out. But one in four people will always struggle with a mental condition throughout their life. Across the board. This Across isn't within board. any men, particular men industry. Men and women. Just UK. A quarter, a, quarter of the, yeah. a quarter of the population will have a yeah. mental issue. So of us here, we've got six people, two of us, you know, um, is, is most likely that, and well, I'm already one. Me and you, mate. Yeah. So it's just us, and it? Is there we go. Is Part of the gang. Yeah, literally, it's just me and you. Yeah. <laughs> and construction um there's approximately 730 suicides a year which equates what? to two a day and again that was something that really i was like this is bad this needs to change again two a day in construction is heavy over here yeah that's uk that's really heavy that's incredible i think it may be one of the top three ones with the top suicide rates um if not the second divorce rates it's just a tough sector Simply. Um, with regards to, let's circle back to your own mental health and depression. I, I always feel like the, the first person that you reach out to is the toughest one. It's almost admitting something, right? It almost feels like something naughty that you want to tell them. Yeah. Who was the first person you reached out to? My dad. Yeah? Yeah. Was he supportive? More than I can describe. Uh, I don't tell him often and he's over there and I can see him sort of getting upset, but... He is a man that I, yeah, I can't talk well enough about. And I don't often because it's hard to talk about your emotions because it's a man that I would do anything for and he would do anything for me. And we don't talk about it a lot and that's fine. But he's the bravest bloke I know. He helped me a lot and he knew that and this, that's why it's cool. But... I had no doubt that that was the person to turn to because, again, in life, you, you turn to the people you think, like you said, the strongest person you know. Mm. For some people, it's not always their parents. Some people don't have their parents. I was lucky that I did and I could turn to him. And I do think if I didn't, I'd do wonder about that time. Yeah. But strangely enough it was the easiest conversation I ever had to just get help it was the build up to it I felt like I couldn't and then when I finally just snapped it was just like it sounds so bizarre but 
you know, look back then I was obviously really ill, but he, he and obviously like the GPs and that is almost like leading me in the right direction. And some people you can get into bad directions if you don't have that right person for support. And that's so vital because where he was almost taken taking me under his wing and we'll go to the GP, we'll get you sorted, we'll have a word, we'll see what you need to do, do you want counselling, whatever. Where I didn't have the strength for that, he did. And I think that's why things like this podcast are so important because without trying to plug it, and I'm really not, but it's more, don't care if you listen to my podcast or another one that just makes you feel good because if that gives you the strength to just get some help and speak to a friend, even if it's just a text, oh, I need help that text will just send them into care mode and we'll get you help. And that's what it, it did for me. And yeah, well done, that's dad. it. Yeah, well done, dad. It's well done, dad. That. If you don't buy him the biggest pint today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in a pub as well. Yeah, we we yeah. filmed this in a pub. Yeah. If, he's not, if he's not drowned yeah, by yeah, drinks, yeah, 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 by yeah. six o'clock, you're done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're done wrong, Tobes. Now that you've been in the sector, obviously, look, you, you started your own company. You, you started as an apprentice. 10 years ago, you've got your, your podcast, which talks about not just mental health, but the sector as well. Would you recommend anyone getting in the sector? Do you know what? I would. No. Because... It's a good do it, industry, isn't it? Do it in the it right is, way, I, though. Overall, so. it's I think a good industry. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's a... Look, got, it's, it's honest it's a living isn't it that's what it is a good living you can be your own boss can't you yeah. which, is, which is huge but do it the right way yeah, you know right do way. your research what you actually want to get into what do you want to change and how like you said about attitudes do you want to work in building sites or do you want to deal with domestic customers or do you want to deal with professional customers um, think about with if I do an apprenticeship is this going to be the right firm for me you know have a look at their procedures they might have in place um, there's so much work out there. They, they reckon alone, um, when I had like spoke to someone from the Federation of Master Builders, they reckon that workforce alone in plumbing, this is just plumbing, we are about 200,000 people short for labour. So you can imagine how much work is about for people who want to... It's there, isn't it? You know, that's, why, that's why they're so dear. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're never about. Good shout out. That's why they're so bloody dear. That's why everyone goes on YouTube and tries and does yeah. it themselves. Uh, Tobe, how can people get in touch with you? There'll be a lot of people watching this, listening to this, that think, oh, I wouldn't mind jumping on the podcast, but I, I want to chat as well. Yeah, how definitely. Um, you know, we've got Instagram, Facebook. Um, obviously, we're on Acar, Spotify, Amazon Music. We've got emails social media messaging pages on all of those um, and yeah it's, and all, we can link to, to yours room, as well all tea room talks yeah tea room talks yeah and we'll put a link in, in the description yeah in the yeah, description yeah. box if yeah. you're watching on YouTube it'll that's be it and again if it if there's only sort of one episode that interests you because it might be speaking to a certain guest in the entry take a listen you might find it's you know something that changes your opinion um, but yeah that's that's all it can be is to to help someone it's not there to try and uh the guests that i have to try and plug something or anything like that they're just trying for the actual person here not not like any product or anything one like thing that. i've always liked about these episodes that we've done um particularly with the neil ruddock one which is one of the last ones we've done is how open and honest guests can be because again i think i this goes out to talk sport and do you know sometimes what talk sport <laughs> listeners and viewers are like and everyone you look at the comment section and you'll be surprised how many people can relate. Like, you know what I mean? When you think of the talks, what listeners, everyone seems to have the idea of just a white van man, but everyone can relate to what people are going through. Because as you say, one in four people are struggling. So we honestly appreciate you for being so open and honest. Mm. Nice. Thanks, Thanks so much. Fantastic. And well done really for starting really a podcast as well. Yeah, it's Cheers. brilliant.
Yeah. Really, really no, great I work. appreciate it. But yeah. you need to visualize it, mate. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catch your game, mate. I mean, you're, you're, you're a youngster, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the old guys. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we visualize ours. Exactly. Well, I'm exactly. waiting exactly. for my sponsorship. You know, I'm yeah. getting in here. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. T Room Podcast sponsored by Roy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the money. Uh, Toby, honestly, well done. Yeah. Fantastic, mate. Thank you so let's much. Let's have a little season. Yeah, thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah, and, uh, really appreciate stop, it. Stop the cricket as well, mate. Just give it, give it up. <laughs> oh, give it no, up. never do that, Follow mate. the football. Follow <laughs> the football. Uh, look, fascinating podcast there, wasn't it? Uh, thank you so much, Toby, for coming down and talking to us about his own struggles. But he's getting through it, and that's the most important part. Again, if you want to get in touch, you've got to leave the link to his podcast, all his contact details in the description. Make sure you do that. Make sure, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, that you do the usual for us as well. Like, share, and subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, don't know what you're waiting for, if I'm honest with you, because thousands, millions had. So now's the time to jump on board. From myself, from Toby, from Mr. Jennings, we'll see you in the next one. Tool Station are the proud sponsors of the Men's Room podcast on Talk Sport. Join the Tool Station Club today online, in store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Tool Station as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If all that isn't enough, then remember, if you sign up, then you will get loads of exclusive discounts that aren't available anywhere else. That's the Tool Station Club, so make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.